welcome to the first episode of season two. two. Count them. One, two. Season two. We made it through a whole season. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we did it. Um, of Brunches and Dragons, in case you didn't know what podcast. Is it still a podcast? It's, it's still a podcast. It's a this podcast, podcast and a vodcast and a Twitch stream and, I mean, it's everything good rolled into one. Yeah. It's like a turducken. So I'm going to say... It's a turducken of a cast. Yeah. Um, of Brunches and Dragons, it's in case you didn't know what you're watching <laughs> or tur- listening to. Turducken cast. Turducken cast. That's that's us. Mm-hmm. Turduc- we just made a new thing. Yep. Mmm, yummy. Mm. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by not turduckens, but by Mimosa Smoothies. Also like a turducken. Also like a turducken. <laughs> I'm Sammy Stark. And I'm Katie Banks. And we're coming together today to ask you. What are we asking, Sam? When is enough enough when it comes to D and D? Never I don't I don't know that answer, but hopefully we'll know it at the end of this. We'll find out. Maybe. Do we answer Maybe. any of our questions? We never actually do. We always ask the questions and then we leave it up to the listeners or the viewers to oh. answer it themselves after we give them science. I like it. I and mean, facts. Science, that's what else could you ask for? I mean, yeah. we are the science girls. That's what we're known as. Maybe. We I think we're known as science girls. Science girls. <laughs> The more you, the know. More you know. It's it's like that D&D game we played the other day where you kept giving us animal facts. Yes. This is great. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And I also just realized that you were smart and wore the same shirt as we did when we recorded this the first time, and I did not. Yeah. So I'm going to look um, like I did a... <laughs> I mean, well, my hair is different, so if... That's to true. be a little... This is going to be a little confusing, but we, we had some technical difficulties. This is our first episode, so... Surprise. <laughs> Just look for some small details. You'll see uh, there might have been some. Oh, like one of those games, of... those mirror games, like find what doesn't belong. What's Yeah, different? the behind the scene magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like we're, we're letting the curtain down and now you can see what's actually happening. Yeah. Can you though? So. <laughs> can you though? <laughs> um, as you can tell, we're doing things a little differently for season two. Our podcast is now um, being streamed live via Twitch. Hello there. Um, you obviously aren't watching this live, but you can watch it live. When can you watch it live, Sam? You can watch it live every other Sunday at 11 a.m. for brunch. Oh, for brunch. Yes. That makes sense. Join us on um, our you brunch sh- adventures. Brunch adventures, and you can actually drink your brunch drinks with us at brunch. Yes, so that's pretty cool. Communal digital that's, brunch. Yeah, without getting sick. Yes. Um, you should still be able to listen to the podcast on, on our websites, Spotify, um, or iTunes as well. So you can stay tuned to our website, um, our Instagram accounts, or our Facebook, whatever you follow us on, or just ask us um, for updates. Yeah. So for more information on who we are and why we're doing this podcast, you should listen to episode zero or check out our website at brunches-and-dragons.com or follow us on Instagram at Two Brunch Dragons, where you can keep up with all of our updates, upcoming episodes, and etc. I'm always so impressed that you can say that um, website because I would always get it confused. I so. practice a lot. I'm always like... <laughs> Such a proud girl when I hear you say it. <laughs> I just didn't want to pay for a domain, so Yeah, we don't we don't need that. 
Yeah. We don't need that. We don't need it. They should pay us. That's right. Mm-hmm. They will. Yeah. <laughs> one day. If One day. Fingers crossed. Um, if you have any questions, comments, episode ideas, or just want to talk to us or just chat, uh, you can email us at brunches.dragons at gmail.com, or you can fill out the contact us form on our website. Woohoo! And uh, our, our artwork on our website and on our lovely overlay was made by Amy and Barrett is our magical musician so he's done our theme song you can mm-hmm. find him on SoundCloud at CQ Barrett That's it's good such stuff. a good song and then also if you can see the little boxes around our face Sam made that I made this I made this I, made this. I didn't make any of it so Katie's here though that's all that matters yep Ah, that's, I well, just Katie, show up and... I mean, technically, you made this, so... I mean, I just show up podcast. and expect things to happen, you know. I, and they do. Yeah. I don't really do anything, I just... <laughs> I would say I'm the looks, but I'm definitely not, because that's you, so I don't... Ugh. Have you seen nah. my roots growing in? From a distance, it looks like I'm balding. <laughs> From a distance. From a distance. Gail's gonna redo it. it. She's got a cool idea. Nice. It does not... Excited. Well... Okay, it does a little. I was going to say it doesn't look like you're balding, but now that you really pointed it out, does. it does just a it tiny really bit. It really does. Yeah. Are you going to do the same color? No, we're going to do like a silver, like a platinum into the black. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. That yeah. is dope. Yeah, because then it won't look so weird when it's growing out. It'll look a little bit more like I intended it to do this. So yeah. that's all that matters. That is all that matters, so, girly. Yeah. So today, we're going to take a hard look at not just my hair, but ourselves, and ask ourselves if we might have a little bit of an RPG problem. <sighs> Scosh. Smidge. It's, yeah. Is it as bad as my dice problem? So, I don't think anything's as bad as your dice problem, actually. Okay. I don't think, yeah. <laughs> I haven't bought any dice in months. <laughs> what? No. Really? There's no point. We I can't use them, so I, I'm not letting myself buy any new dice. Oh, I don't, I don't know what to say. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like I yeah, I haven't bought committed. dice since February. No, January was the last time I bought dice. How are you s- surviving? I don't. I feel like I've I'm hurting the dice community though. Like. Yeah. They're hurting bad. Kraken depends on you. Yeah, I know. I'm not helping the economy. It's Yeah, you gotta get some more dice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Wow. Wow. COVID yeah. is real now. Before this moment <laughs> it was it wasn't real to me. Now it's like but oh now you know. Yeah. Wow. The I more need a moment you of silence know. for Katie's dice. I know. For my I mean Here's one shelf of them, but... <laughs> is it going to be the there. same, you think, when, when like, the second we get back into, like, IRL D&D, are you just going to, like, buy a f- shit ton of dice? Oh, there are dice I want, like, real bad. Um, but the... Because, you know, I, like, uh, buy a lot from Kraken, and they, they're doing their raw dice right now, so they're not sanded. Um, oh. And they're not painted, so you can sand them yourself and paint them yourself, like the numbers. But I don't usually buy those, so I'm waiting for those to be polished. Um, and I want, I want all of them. They're gorgeous, but I'm not allowing myself to buy any because that's like incredible self-control. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I had to get celiacs to stop eating donuts and you just had to have COVID to stop buying dice. Well, the world had to get COVID. The world had to get COVID. Yeah. It's 
<laughs> your dice addiction is so bad. We had to have a pandemic to stop yeah. you from buying You're, dice. I'm sorry. I am sorry, world. It's yeah. Whoops. My apologies. <laughs> oh. oh, no. So, Sam, I got some, some facts for you. Tell me some facts. Some science facts. Okay. Science. Did you know that in 2019, there was an estimated... 13.7 million active tabletop D&D players worldwide. Holy shit. Yeah. And wow. I got this information from the article, How Many D&D Players Are There Worldwide? By Dungeon Vault. It's so good title. I like it. Informative. It's a very hit the numbers on the head. Okay. You get it. Um, I like it. Yeah. So that's a lot. 13.7 million players. And this is worldwide. Jeez. Um, and there's like an estimated um, 3 million uh, DMs worldwide. And then the average group consists of about five players and then their DMs. Okay. Which is more than, yeah. So it's like four to five players and then the DM. So with all those people playing RPGs or running their own games, I'm wondering how many campaign each of those people are playing in or running. Yeah. Like, is it one? Is it two games? Is it three? Is it four? Is it 15? How many campaigns are actually being run? If there's 13.7 million people, right? And mm -hmm. we divide that by, let's say, the average is five in their DM, all right? So five people. Does that 13 million include the DMs, or is that separate, do you think? It's, it's, it's just like players. if the DMs are playing. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. just players. Okay. So 13 point, let's, let's just, let's just say for the sake that none of the, the DMs are actually playing. Right. So we've got 13.7 yeah. million and there's five people. So that's, I'm lost already. Uh, Quick math. Quick math. <laughs> yeah. No, I forgot where I was going with this. 13. This, was, this is where a good by. live chat would be come in handy so they could just quick math for us. Yeah. Um, I was like doing some complicated math where I was like, okay, so that's five people. So that's technically like two groups, right? Yeah. But, yeah. and then how many, uh, what's 13? Let's, what's 13? Wait, wait, wait. I got this. Wait, I got this. I got this calculator. So 13, seven, how many zeros are in a million? There we go. <laughs> divided by You could probably just, five. just do the 13.7 okay. so divided by 2.7 million people or, or 2.7 million groups. Yeah. Right. Oh, and then 3 million DMs. So that's kind of on par. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah, is if, if they're playing one yeah. Each. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, we all know, mo well, that we don't all know. We yeah. know personally that we don't play in just one campaign. Yeah. So, that think about how double many it. millions of campaigns Yeah. Let's at least double are. it, assuming everybody's yeah. playing in two. So, that's 2.7 million groups times two. So, that's... 5.5 million games minimum campaigns. campaigns yeah minimum yeah that's crazy yeah and then like we could get into the i'm not going to get into it but we could think about how many different campaigns if you're not doing a homebrew campaign how many campaigns are out there and oh, yeah. how many people are running like the giant uh like horde of the dragons or mm -hmm. it's crazy it's just yeah. crazy 
and how they're doing them differently. I have a friend who's running um, uh, Curse of Strahd, but he's doing it like very off-brand, uh, nice. off-book, off-book, right. off-brand. Um, and it's like it's he'll tell me like how he's running this and how he's changing like Strahd as the villain and and working all these other things into it. And it's just like man. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. I wouldn't have ever thought about that because I'm very much like a I'm running this by the book. Cool, you're doing some other mm -hmm. things. Like I accidentally created an NPC that I really didn't mean to last night, and that worked out really well. Fortunately, <laughs> Mac. <laughs> Welcome, Mac. We never knew it could have been in the campaign, as far as we knew. Yeah, I just got on a roll with it. Like, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I've been doing a lot better with running games as of late. Um, and so I just kind of like went down this road and was like, I'm just going to explore this character, Mac, and we're just going to become friends. And then there we had a character. Yeah. Ta -da. yeah. You really do need to watch Mac and me, though. Oh, yes. Sure. I wrote that down and I meant to watch it today, but work was yeah. so Yeah, that like... little alien that Michael screenshotted, that's mm -hmm. Mac. Nice. It's, okay. it's great. Awesome. All listeners, if you've not seen Mac and me, watch Mac it. Mac and me. Got it. Watch I wrote it. it down, and I'm, I will watch it right <laughs> after this. It's on my, yeah. my list. Yeah. But that's pretty crazy to think about, is yeah. how many campaigns that people are playing in, and then how many is too many kind of mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, like, what is what 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 is too many? What is your limit? Like, your personal limit for, let's, let's start with, like, IRL uh, mm -hmm. campaigns, because it's very different, right? IRL versus yeah. digital is, has a very different limit for me. Yeah, for sure. Like, I like to think like um, that, you know, RPG campaigns are, are there a lot like, um, oh, I just forgot those chips, uh, Pringles. They're a lot like Pringles. Oh, like okay. once you start, you just can't stop. Like uh -huh. you want more and more and more, yeah. um, which is how I feel kind of about in person. But then it's also a lot like this Kenny Chesney song that I once heard. I think it was about tequila, where it's like <laughs> one is one too many and one is never enough. Mm -hmm. Or one more is never enough. And yeah. so it's just kind of like, how many are you playing in right now, though? Um, right now, I've got two ending, and okay. I'm running two. And that's it. I'm Shoot, down that's to all four. time low. Yeah, I don't think I've... Five years ago, when I first started playing D&D, I was in yeah. two games. And it snowballed. And now I'm I'm back to almost just two games. Like, I'll be honest, I'm trying to drag Michael's game out <laughs> As long as yeah. I can, because I'm like, I don't want it to end yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because think about it. So before COVID, um, I know I was playing in, like, four or five games. You were playing in, what, nine? Nine. But it nine was kind of like a games. mixed bag. Yeah, like, some were online, some were in person. Right. One was the But you were still playing in nine games. I and then nine I was playing characters. In, I had four, four in person, then I had the one play-by-post, mm -hmm. um, which then we did an, an in-person session. Yeah. That one time, which, which was really fun. That was so fun. And then COVID happened. Um, so I think I know I was playing D&D &D in person at least five times a month. And then I was like actively looking for more games to get involved in. I was looking up, you know, through uh, Level Up and through uh, our token, which is the local mm -hmm. restaurant here to see if like there was other groups that I could join. Because I think our DMs were like, we can't have any more. I can't host any more games. So mm -hmm was trying to look for more because um, in-person D&D is something that is, like, really special, I think, for me. Mm -hmm. um, and being able to experience 
what that that is in person with a group of friends is just something that I don't think that I've found that I love more right. other than brunch. Um, so those are the two things is in person D and D and brunch. Those are like my favorite and paddleboarding. And like, those are my favorite oh. things. Um, so, and well, a lot of things are my favorite things, but experiences <laughs> that you can have. But now that all of my games have switched to virtual because of COVID and none of them are face to face. Um, I don't really feel the same way. Um, right. Like while the virtual games are still entertaining, I don't think they like hit the same way. I don't get the same feeling about it. Um, it's not as special to me. And so I'm content in playing just in the three that I'm playing in now. Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed that it's t- like a different feeling, a call to fill our void is what we like to yes. say D&D is? It, it, I tried to keep it going strong in the beginning and I still love it you know I like I like the camaraderie I like seeing my friends I like that sort of like hanging out but it's not it's not the same it's I didn't realize how multi-level D&D was until it went digital um the the interactions with with characters and I know like some DMs get uh frustrated with with sidebars and stuff I've seen that but that's really that's something that's very important to me having the interaction with the characters so like mike and i for example we're talking about you know what um we're writing up what our characters are going to do in mike's campaign like what happens right there there will be things in the future for them right there's going to be like a potential high level campaign next but we're going to retire them and play a new campaign and it's going to be wonderful and delightful and create new characters but like what what are we doing with where's shapalu going to go and i was like well Shabalu is gonna she doesn't have any family Buffy and Calico are the two characters that she has bonded with the most um and it's like she'll go wherever they go um and that's ditto and that's I think like we like when I'm thinking about writing that story I'm thinking of I'm probably going to reach out to the the people in the party that I know that Buffy would probably stick with my character in Mm -hmm. um Dragon Hunter's Giant hunters, giant hunters. Where I mean, technically, hunters. we're the dragon hunters now, but you know, yeah, it's fine. Um, so that we can have that close backstory, which is because those are the people that I would, um, small role play with, uh, during the sessions. Mm-hmm. You know, the people that you bonded with, that you laughed with the most, that yeah. your characters, which and it's and it's. I think it kind of works out that we're ending the session virtually, so that we can do that storytelling of how we're wrapping it up yeah but you know if we did it in person it'd be way more emotional we'd be laughing more we'd probably be tearing up yeah uh you know because in person D &D, i sometimes will laugh until i cry you get sweat like my palms will get sweaty during battle um and then like sad moments you'll you'll death you'll you'll tear up Mm -hmm. i don't get us i don't get sweaty palms when we play virtually yeah do you no no and i don't um I, I'm just not as mentally there, like as, as, as involved as I am. And I, I try and pay attention, you know, like you and I both do off screen things to keep our focus. Like you're drawing mm-hmm. and I'm working on, I don't know, one of my cosplay things, but if my hands are busy, I'm more focused on what's happening because I yeah. have all this tech in front of me that I can just sort of, and I can get lost. And, yeah. and with that, with the in-person, like, okay, maybe Walters and Calico are making a decision. Well, Buffy and Chapalu are drinking ale or learning right. under common or doing some other thing. You know, Arya is trying to sneaky steal stuff and Veril is... <laughs> right. 
<laughs> yelling about Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Still the best role play moment yes, ever. Yes, so good. I did not. I never saw that coming. Never. No. So that was, yeah. would we have had those moments? No. If we had been virtual at that time, because another difference with being virtual and I'm not, you know, it's so lucky that we have these options um, and we'll talk more about what's available next episode. But um, one of the things that's missing is you can't have multiple people talking. It's not an actual conversation right. because you can't do that via Zoom because you're just talking to each other. You can't hear each other. It's like a different ability, I guess, to pull pull, pull out sounds that you can't get through a um well, it's Internet direct. Setting. It's direct yeah. instead of broad. So, like, I'm deaf in this ear, and mm -hmm. I can hear when I when my eardrum is directly stimulated. So, headsets are fine. External yeah. sounds, nothing. Can't hear at all because it doesn't channel the same way. It's my my head's mm -hmm. broken. But that's you know, it's it's the different way. Like, you can if if four people are talking at the same time in a direct sound it's you can't hear anything it there's yeah. no your brain can no longer parse those sounds apart so yeah. like when you're all at a table together there's more space the sound waves yeah. can come in at different levels so yeah it's easier yeah. and so i think it's it's just an interesting thing to note what we're, we're just getting at is that for us um in person, the amount that we feel is enough is enough is way higher, mm -hmm. and then virtual, it's way lower because it's how we, yeah, I guess process stuff. But I mean, most people would still say three sessions um, or two sessions is too many for them. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking maybe we could give some tips on how you could give some good tips on how you manage running two different campaigns Ugh. if you want, and then we <laughs> can both give tips on how we um run multiple characters and keep their backstories straight and their personalities straight i thought we could maybe give yeah. because i think people if you're not running if you're not being able to participate in multiple campaigns um you don't get to try out a whole lot of different role-playing mm -hmm. options because you're only playing that one character which is good because you can dig it in real deep but um you're not getting a to practice as much maybe. right no no versatility versatility in your characters because yeah. these campaigns are long i mean giant hunters we started Four? right right after i met mike so 2015 so five yeah yeah it must have been five because we took a break we started and then mm -hmm. we took it we yeah and it was before i'm pretty sure it was before mike went to edc the first time that we started so 2015 is when we started yeah. Oh man, the end yeah. of five year campaign September next in first second weekend in September. That's crazy. Yeah, and I started when I was still living. I started mosque when I was still living in the apartment next door. So that was also five years. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just like wow. What was the point to that? I was making a. Oh, point I think we were just talking about. Time. Um, yeah, just the length. I don't remember. But we were talking. Sorry. I don't know. Uh, these drinks are really strong. I okay. So full disclosure, I um, ran out of time and was gonna make dinner before this, but because I don't drink anymore, I've only had yeah. one, and I'm like, where am I? <laughs> like, I don't. 
it's Those just smoothies, man. They uh, hit you hard. I wish I had. I just had the regular mimosa, and it was like a toddler oh, mimosa too. So, oh, well, you ran out of the yogurt. I ran out of the yogurt. Yeah, it was so good though. It's so good. Like this yeah. mimosa is There's definitely. A, it shouldn't be that good to no. me. I'm like, like maybe I just want to put a little cinnamon in it next time. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, a little garnish. Maybe froth it up a little. Get some like more fruit in it too. It could be more than just berries. Yeah, Mm -hmm. can make it real pop. Thank you for knowing that was berries. So do you have any tips or um, feedback for people on how you can run two campaigns at Um, the same time? I. I keep very meticulous Word documents. Um, I am the worst, the worst note taker ever. I will just preface that with I am the worst note taker. I was the worst note taker in college. I'm the worst note taker now. I just can't read my own writing. I can't focus on writing while I'm also focused on somebody speaking. It doesn't happen for me. Um, So I meticulously plan before my sessions and I, I, when I, when I was running my own campaign, um, it was a little bit more loosey-goosey, but now that I'm running two pre-written campaigns, it's a little bit easier because I can mm-hmm. just section it out and say, okay, here's all my notes for this chapter, here's all my notes for this chapter, and then I, at the end of the session, will plug in, this is what we did, this is where we are, this is what comes next. So I can just okay. sort of look for that um, at the beginning of, of each session, and so like that morning, I will, I will read through the document just like with my coffee, take a look at it, and then an hour before I'll read through it again to make sure because it does get very confusing, especially when you have a lot of the same people in the same campaigns. Mm-hmm. So it gets a little bit um, convoluted on who we are and what we're doing. And when they're both, they have dragon, they both have dragon in the title and they're both set in the same place, like it, it, gets, it gets pretty... Um, uh, pretty complicated to do. Um, I am um, food. Mm. Um, I one thing that really helps is is the players themselves. You know, when when you have different players, different different characters that you can that really tie into the story. You're like, okay, yes, I I know who these guys are. I know that Witter and um, Arladin and the two bros and Mizzy are are in um, Horde of the Dragon Queen. Like I can um, I can remember that. So that helps. That's okay. how I do it. Do you yeah. have a hard limit like I will never run more than two games or more than five games or as a DM do you have a hard limit of how many is too many to run at the same time? That's a really have good you, question. Or have you hit that? I've never thought about that before. I think it has a lot to do with the same people. Like, I could mm-hmm. run a campaign for our group every day of the week. I could run mm-hmm. five campaigns that meet weekly for you guys. Yeah. Like, that yeah. would be easy. Um, I probably, I could, it would be like a sprint thing, though, not a, not a marathon. Like, I could do yeah. short campaigns. Oh, you could do like many short ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you had multiple, they would have to be shorter. Yeah. And if they're yeah, so. if they're like long campaigns, you want them to be like a smaller amount that you run. Yeah, I think that's how it would work for me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to. Yeah, I mean, let's it's, try it out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because I know that um, my DM John Garf he used to run 
uh, two games, and mm-hmm. then he merged the groups because I think running two and his are sprints. Like our yeah. our campaigns are long, okay. so so he merged the two groups, which is was a huge group to run, which is another challenge in itself because wow. you know it's like herding cats and yes. personalities, and since you're merging groups our groups didn't really have loyalty to each other so it's like i mean because we don't really know each other so um so it's like merging that was really hard but he he said i think that running at one point was running those two marathons was was pretty difficult Mm -hmm. but now that we're not in person he is actually he just started a new one so now he has two campaigns so um yeah we're actually in a couple weekends doing a virtual uh, last year we went to a cabin and played D and D every day, all weekend, several times a day, um, and it was like this epic thing. As obviously we can't do it now because of COVID, so we're doing a virtual cabin weekend. Um, okay. And so it's like all of the characters are coming together. So even some of our friends who have moved out of state mm-hmm. are going to get their characters are going to get to come back. So oh, that's wonderful. Um, that's pretty cool. So I guess he's technically running like three events now yeah. because of that. So that's a lot, especially that's like a whole campaign to prep for in its own. I would bet yeah. like a whole weekend. I, I, mean, I can't imagine. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. Cause it's when we played at the cabin, we played like, I don't know, six games, six different sessions. Wow. Uh, like the whole weekend. And it was, it was fun, but I can't imagine planning that. And and now to do it virtually, that's gonna be yeah shorter sessions, yeah. right? Like two um, hours yes. on an hour. Yeah, and I think a lot of us are not gonna be able to participate in all of them um, due oh, okay. to virtual fatigue. I can't can't do six games <laughs> virtually, yeah. but um, so there might be some more like two on two or two you know two mm-hmm. shotters or whatever. Oh, okay, what that means all right. Now how many so. so- are you your one of your characters is just gonna be in that you don't have to make a new one for that right yeah so yeah because i um so with my campaigns um i'm doing the my my husband's which is the the giant hunters Mm -hmm. um and then i'm in yours which Mm -hmm. is the horde of the dragons Mm -hmm. right dragon queen yeah yeah the dragon queen yeah and then so for john's um we our old campaign is called the hero of the doom grinders um which is our campaign group uh that character i've retired um that's sky so she, right that is sky netta so she's been retired um i'm not playing her i'm not going to be playing in the doom grinders in that group anymore mm-hmm. um but she will be the one that's in the virtual weekend okay because that's that group um yes. but we have started a new campaign for john's which we call the merry men um <laughs> and i play a, a character named uh rafe uh kurt wild in that one so okay we should do a whole yeah. episode on D&D group names. How do you get your yeah. group names? How do you get them? I know. We're, we still haven't decided the one for yours. Yeah. Um, uh, I, keep, shit I bros keep suggesting just... things, but they just keep shooting me down. They don't they, like shit bros. They, I, <laughs> I, I think they do. I think they really like shit bros. I think that's part of the problem. <laughs> They're like I mean, bros. It just is the best. Yep. It's the best name. So, yeah. So how do you keep your, your characters straight? Um, so I always, uh, obviously we all, like, we talked about this last season, um, where we all have player types. We all have kind of, uh, how we play. And I think mine ended up being like a murder, murder transient or whatever. Murder hobo. <laughs> murder we, transient. Yeah. I don't remember. Homicidal transient. It. Yeah. Homicidal transient. Um, and I, so I'm a little bit like Leroy Jenkins, let's murder everything, which is not who I am in real life. But mm-hmm. so that's pretty consistent across my characters so 
at least there is there's a lot of character traits that I keep the same. Like I usually um, use my intelligence as my dump stat, so they're mm -hmm. always a little bit dumber. Um, but then I pick like certain characteristics. So for like a Witter, who is in yours, he is a barbarian, so obviously he is rages. But his, mm -hmm. instead of being an angry rager, he cries every time he rages. So he's like an emotional hippie. Uh, range like a uh, barbarian so he just mm -hmm. gets really emotional about it um buffy is the opposite she doesn't really have emotions she's just like let's just kill it let's just do it she's very no nonsense mm -hmm. um and then rafe uh who is also a fighter so all my people are, are fighter classes right now which is weird but smash um, you like to yeah. smash <laughs> yeah smash. he is um a uh half ogre who found who fell in love with this woman um, and they, and then that she left him, and then he realized that he was in love with a local fisherman, oh. and he found himself. But then he, his daughter found him. He didn't know he had a daughter, and so they travel together. And so he is like this sensitive um, idiot who likes bashing people's heads in, but he wants to make his daughter proud by doing that. Aww. So it's like there's all these characters, and so I can keep them straight because in each group there's similarities, but then you can branch them out. Mm. So I have like. Um, each campaign, I have a specific notebook um, that I have that I have little notes in there about um, quotes that, that maybe describe who they are as people, um, like a motto of their life, um, the p important people to them, um, maybe some holidays that, that are special so that before each campaign, I can read that and get back into their mind. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I use this um, really cool, it's probably going to be backwards, but is it backwards? Oh, no. No, um, which helps build backstories and it you like roll dice and it helps you find like your prophecies about you. And um, and so I try to do that before I build characters. So it helps you feel Ooh. in who your people are. Um, yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah, man. it's really cool. I want to roll for my prophecy. Yeah, it's there's my really prophecy. cool. And like you can make um, sayings because to get into role play you want to try to change the way you talk and so mm -hmm. it has you roll weird sayings that you could just add into conversations oh, that you yes. would never say but it could be your character yeah so i just got a um one of my my table books so it's like the the book of D, &D tables right there's like yeah. a series of them i'm trying to find it but i don't i yeah. think it's out of out of my reach but it's uh, a it's a insults Oh, cool. Yeah, it's got a whole table of insults on it, and you just oh, roll, perfect. and then, yeah. So you got to have a character that's very insulting. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's, I'm going to make one that just insults people all the time. That's awesome. So, for yeah. Maybe for the new campaign. But yeah, these come in, I have two sets of them. I have the game Ooh. gameplay one as well. Um, these books are awesome if you're, like, interested in getting more into D&D &D and, and want to take it deeper into your role-playing definitely recommend these amazon yeah yeah nice but i think you can get them in local bookstores you could probably go to your local bookstore and ask them to order them for you oh, yeah you did you know local. um books a million is going out of business i did yeah. i uh, bought like uh a leslie lot. told me uh dylan's lady leslie told nice. me she's nice. a good friend that girl <laughs> yeah. um and i was like oh thank you and so i just ordered and they came i ordered them from the local store and then they shipped mm -hmm. them to me so oh nice like, give me those books oh yes i meant to go yeah. in there but i haven't yet 
so I'm still working my yeah. way through a bunch of books. So yeah, soon I'll get them. Yeah. How do you keep your uh, characters' personalities and backstories straight? Multiple Is that something that you have? Personality disorder. Yeah. <laughs> uh i that's I, another podcast we yeah, yeah. oh oops. sorry wrong one <laughs> i uh they're all just a part of me like i really i build my characters with some either this is what i want to be or this is this is a thing manifest like a personality trait right like i for shapalu yeah. who like carries around she just skins everything and has all of these weird bones. I have that. Like, I'm one of those weird people that, like, finds a dead thing. And I'm like, this is mine now. Yeah. It's clean. It's safe. I know how to, like, process it. I'm not, like, a total psychopath. I don't just scrape roadkill off the road yet. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's like that. that's a, a trait of mine that I've imbued in, in Chapalu, but, like, made it weirder. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Octavio is... Um, she wanted to be queen. I also want to be queen. So, you know, it's... Yeah, it's pretty yeah, much you. Yeah, you just... I, I find things that I that I want, and I make the character based on that, and then that makes yeah. that easy to... That tethers the character, so... Um, How do and, you stop your, your wanting to be queen from bleeding over into finding dead edible bones? How do you keep those characters' traits, since they are you from bleeding into the others. I think the the party has a lot to do with it, right? Like the character is not just um not just me. It's it's everybody else that's that's around. It's based uh -huh. on like they they live and they grow and they breathe based on their environment just like we as humans do. So yeah. your your first like couple of sessions might be rocky and you haven't really figured out who you are. Well, you're level 1, right? That makes sense. Um but as you grow, I I feel like it's it's easy for me to keep it straight based on the other characters in the party because they've influenced that particular character's development. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's a, it, you know, and I, that's cycling back to, like, the digital aspect that stunted that character growth, right? Mm -hmm. We no longer yeah. have those interactions and those sidebars. So um, it's it's a little bit harder to, to grow. So I starting a new character, like you guys have just started out um, uh, the, in, in Dragon Heist or uh, in uh, Horde of the Dragon Queen, you guys started out with new characters digitally so you have to like mm -hmm. grow that character in a totally different way than you right. would it's not as organic so yeah um i feel like the growth process is a lot longer than than it would be right. yeah yeah and i think the bonds maybe don't feel as strong oh yeah yeah because you're not like know, it's that physical yeah. relationship uh-huh yeah but i mean and then also like i will say there are positives because I, I am taking better notes digitally. Mm -hmm. um, I did not during your session yesterday because I was having computer troubles. So, oh, so sorry. I was just like, I don't know what's happening. And so I just wrote blah, 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 blah for my, my notes because I didn't know what was going on. So <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know. I could just watch it. I'll just watch it back and take notes from that. Yeah. So, um, but so that helps. And then I know that when we made our new characters for John's, we all rolled our stats together. So we had a session zero mm -hmm. where we um, came forward with what we were thinking of for our characters and then rolled our stats and um, built the backstory. So we were all linked, um, uh -huh. which has really helped the role playing in that group. Like, I think our that group has such strong role playing uh, and interactions together. And we're making decisions as a group 
mm-hmm. because we rolled all of it together. So that's smart. Yeah, it was a it's a cool idea, which which I don't know know if you would do if you were in person, but maybe. Yeah, yeah, I would. We did so for mosque we built, and I think it's a one e thing. Honestly, I mm-hmm. think it's a very like <clears throat> original, like OG D and D to like do it all together and have that yeah. that communal. And I think five e has sort of lost that a little bit, partially because it's so digital and it's easy to just like you don't need your your DM to sort of tell you how to build a character anymore. You just go on D and D Beyond and you build it, and there you go. All the rules are right there. So. Um, I think we've lost that a little bit with with fifth edition. So yeah, which but is maybe I can talk to Michael about doing that for his when he yeah. starts his next one. Yeah, um, it's all building, and that way we can all not have two rangers. And, yes, uh, with the same traits. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be great. That would be a lot of fun to to do that yeah. all together. Well, now we have you're a ranger, but I'm a ranger fighter. So. And, yeah, and multi-class, so we changed. It, we changed. Yeah. <laughs> I should have done, like, Ranger Druid. I should have multi-class. Yeah. Maybe yeah. later. Uh, yeah. But, like, yeah, I mean, gosh, Buffy is just... I mean, anybody that says Rangers are not great doesn't play with Buffy. I mean, yeah, but see, that's the thing. It's, like, you're not supposed to play Rangers, though, like I play Buffy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're mostly supposed to be how you play them, and... They, they nerf a lot of the, your your spells. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, whatever. It's still fun. I would play a ranger again. I, yeah. I, I love it. joke about it all the time. We could just have a party of rangers. Yes. But, I mean, that's the thing is, like, they might not be great, like, rules is written with rangers, but, honestly, they're one of the most versatile classes because they yeah. have the ability to wear all armor types and do all yeah. range and melee, simple martial. I mean, they've got everything. So, spells. Yeah. It's, yeah, whatever. I yeah, love and they're, Rangers. They're not OP right out of the game. Yeah. Like, two classes we know where you're mm-hmm. like, oh, you can already do that? Yeah, what? what? <laughs> you shouldn't get okay. still at second that's, level. That's strange. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but I do wonder, like, what our listeners' limit is. Like, yeah. are they, do they have a hard cut off at one game because they play mm-hmm. every week? Yeah. Because um, we play ours once a month. Yeah. Well, yours we play twice a month. Mm-hmm. We play yours bi-weekly. John's yeah. we play bi-weekly. Michael's we play once. Yeah. Um. So. I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy what is to think what about. is every, email us? Tell us your your limits. Yeah. What's your hard limit? Yeah. What is your yeah. hard limit? Yeah. Want to know? Code word. We want to know. Yeah. We want to know. Um. Yeah. yeah. So, is there anything else we want to touch on before we take a break? I think that's it. So next time okay. we'll uh. Well, when we come back from the break, we'll talk a little bit more about brunch stuff. And then we'll, uh, yeah. next time we'll talk about what it's like to play digitally now that we know. Yeah. We'll, yeah and we'll touch a little bit on virtual fatigue then yeah. as well. So get your dice ready because we're going to roll constitution when we come back from the break. See you at the break. At the break. Okay. And we're back. We're back. Well, we're sort of back. This is the middle of the break. So break, right. it's like a it's like a fake back. <laughs> All right, fake back. <laughs> fake back. I don't even know what that means. Um, okay, so we're going to um, we already made our drinks because I couldn't think of a way to make them live, which is actually a good thing because while when I was shaking my orange <laughs> juice, the lid wasn't on and it exploded everywhere in my kitchen. So I am very orange juice smelling now. So if this was smell-o-vision, you guys would be smelling really good. So, the drink of the day, though, is a mimosa smoothie. Mmm. Oh, mimosas. 
As you guys know by now, they're one of my favorite things. Um, and this is kind of a fun twist on the classic because Lord knows we all need as much fun as we can get these days. Right? <laughs> okay. So what you're going to need is you're going to need a cup of vanilla yogurt. I use vanilla bean. Yummy. Um, one cup of orange juice and one cup of champagne. We both prefer Prosecco. So just any kind of sparkling wine will do. So you want to make sure that all your ingredients are, are cold. And it's really the ingredient, the instructions. Especially are your yogurt. Yeah, you make sure your yogurts do not use warm yogurt. <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't do it. I mean, do it if you want. It's fine. Do whatever you want. But um, warning, you can't it. sue us. for. You can't sue us. We told you, make sure it's cold. Yeah, but yeah, so the instructions are simple as pie, though. You can find all three ingredients in a blender. Mix until froth, frothy. Frothy. <laughs> frothy. 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 Um, divide evenly among glasses and enjoy. It's really great. Um, I don't know if you can see it, but yeah. Yeah, Katie's looks a lot better than mine because I don't own a blender because I'm really bad about putting things in the blender and then putting that blender in the fridge and then leaving it there for six months. So we don't own blenders anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so probably a good choice. <laughs> so I just mixed it in my glass. Mixed in your glass. Mixed it's in probably my glass. this. It's just a little more. It's a little more liquidy. I actually didn't bit. have a whole lot of yogurt either because I thought yeah. we had more, but we didn't. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's and you can do it however you want. If you want it to just be orange juice and mimo uh, champagne, hey, make a classic mimosa. If the you vanilla, want, like, though. kind of a snack, this is like a snack. So oh, it's if you're a like, whole breakfast. It's a whole breakfast, so if you want to be, like, more responsible, like, you're not thinking endless mimosas today because you have to take care of children or you have to run a RPG game or you have to walk your cat, um, this is the option for you because you're not going to get, you're not going to get toasty. You're just yeah. going to get yummy. Yeah. I mean, you could have several of them if you want to. Yeah, but I thought that would but, be so filling. Oh, God, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I'm not a big <laughs> smoothie fan to begin with. I really like it's too. I like it's like ice cream and, and everything except for snow cones. I like in like the kids. Kids. I didn't little... get to go to that snow cone place this year. I wonder if it's still open. Oh, it's still open. Pelican. Yeah. Pelicans. Yeah, it's still open. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm gonna go get one of their champagne ones. They're so good. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Okay, Sam. Okay. So, what about? Rolling for that constitution. I don't have your big giant dice, which I'm sad about. I know. Which right. one should I roll? Should I roll the purple one? The yeah. The glittery one? I like the purple one. Or this? Or this oh, that one. Candy. That one. That. Yeah, that one. Okay. All right. Okay, I think I have a plus one to my con. I have a minus. It's the first time <laughs> I've ever rolled high. What? What'd you thanks, get? Thanks, yogurt. Thanks, I got an 18. Yogurt. I got an 11, so minus 2 is a 9. You got a 10. Mm. Oh. <laughs> what did you I have a minus two. minus 2. I have a 7. Oh, My constitution is a 7, I think, which is fair. That's fair. It's pretty mm. accurate. I just started drinking again this year. Uh, I, I had my first, like, actual alcoholic beverage last week. Yeah. So I went all of 2020 without drinking like I think we had 
like one or two at the podcast in the beginning of the year. But then since COVID hit, I didn't have any alcohol at all. None. Um, How did you make it through COVID? I mean, we're not through it yet, but I, you know, it's, it's weird. It was like the whole vertigo thing was just like, turned me off. And then I got the diagnosis and like, just having that mental, like, okay, here's what's causing it made everything better. Like just knowing what it is, is like, there's no cure, but that's fine. Right. I still have like a, I'm not dying of a brain tumor that nobody can find. Perfect. Great. Yeah. I'm not as stressed about it now. Yeah. And ironically, uh, the diagnosis didn't come from a doctor. It came from a dungeon master when that dungeon master was helping me prep for another character. And he sent me an article on um, land sickness because I was playing a siren and he was like, here, here's some stuff for you to get into your character with. And I was reading through this, this, this article on the study of, of land sickness. And I was like, these symptoms match perfectly. Like every single one of these is exactly what's going on with me. It occurs right after paddle boarding or being out on the water, particularly after swimming. Um, it doesn't really go away, but it gets better the longer I'm on like land and being stable. And if I like do these things with my head, it gets better. That's why physical therapy helped. So Oh man, but as a paddleboarder, that's it's fine. I know what the I know what the cause is, right? So I can I can like sort of do things to to help that. To help with it. Yeah. And I think like That's good. Yeah. So whatever, it's fine. You know, we all have our weaknesses. It's fine. But so now I'm like I have, cool. I have many, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, my constitution is seven. So you know what? Whatever. I mean, it's fine. Yeah, I mean that's in overall the things that's not the worst. Uh you know, my intelligence is like a I don't even remember what it is, but it's low. It's low. So it's okay. We're fine. We're we're just humans living in this world, doing what we can do. So yeah, drinking our mimosa through. smoothies. Yeah. So, Speaking of our stats and our mm. character sheet numbers, Sam, what is going on with those character sheets? <gasps> so I did some painstaking work, y'all, and I built actual character sheets for our podcast. So um, we don't have any today, obviously, because we sort of just started this up at season two, but it's episode one. So um, we don't have any any backlog from last year. So what you guys can do is go to brunches-and-dragons.com and fill out the character sheets. Um, download them and then email them to us at brunches.dragons at gmail.com. I know our email, it's fine. Um, and then, uh, we will read them aloud on air. So please do it. It's a lot of fun. It makes us feel very happy when we read your ridiculousness character sheets. So, um, and yeah. you can also see ours online. Yeah. Which they will be updated soon for level two because we've <gasps> leveled up. Oh my God. Yes. I didn't even think two. about that. Yeah. So those will be updated before the next, um, episode. And don't forget though. We're still going to be pulling some of the submissions, if you want, mm -hmm. if you get picked and you don't want to do it, it's fine, to play in a one-shot campaign yeah. to be determined. Yep. Yeah, we're going to do a couple of those. We've got some some people that are interested. They've never played before. So, And you know, I really like taking people's firsts. 
It's like my favorite thing to do. I mean, Katie played video games. It was the best thing ever. So yeah. uh, I like introducing people. Come to have you have you read my book of my Lord and Savior, <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> Please join us. We're right. a cult. So if you are listening to this and never have played um, and want to play, let us know. You can join one of our virgin. Uh, yeah, virgin our virgin members. sacrifice. Yeah. I think I just want to be an evil NPC during that virgin game that just pops up and gives them good news or creepy news and just runs away. (laughs) Perfect. Yes. So down and we will be streaming it. So also if you're not comfortable with that, it's okay. You don't have to have your webcam on. That's totally fine. Um, But we'll we'll all hook up on the Discord. So submit if you want a chance at winning that. Because it's going to be fun and you're going to be bad. You can also win a chance of winning some homemade dice made by me. They're not that great. They're, uh, they're very flawed, but you can say like you, own a, you can own a Brunches and Dragons first edition yep. uh, dice. Yeah, because think no. about Critical <laughs> Role, how big they are, right? If you could have yeah. gotten in on the ground floor of that shit, would you have done it? Yes. <laughs> Katie, I'm sure did. We're, we're the ground. We're basement level. We're not even ground floor. We're like so secret level. We're like yeah, like men in black. In. Way down. Yeah. Got to yeah. find that, you know, the, the red light because it's mm-hmm. one of those. What were those secret? Like the speakeasy? called in the 20s? Speakeasy. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. like the speakeasies yeah. of podcasts. We are. Only the coolest know about us, so. Yeah. Yeah, your, that's it. Yeah, that's, it. that's right. One of the coolest. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so, uh... so you can win that, and then there might also be some koozies. Oh, yeah. We'll see. Just stay tuned. Fill stuff out. That's right. Yeah. Fill it yeah. out, or just do it for for the lulls. You know, YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. I don't want any of that shit. Just there... just do it to. <laughs> I don't want more stuff in my house. Just <laughs> read yeah, you might be out. doing that that thing that Leslie Ann's doing. The does this spark joy? Con Marie. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but I know a dice made by me would spark joy. Yes. Yes, it would. Right, everyone. Yes, it would. Yeah, so. <laughs> Says the okay. dice goblin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do we have any other news or updates? Um, or anything like that? I think. I think that's it. I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we have anything else. So we'll uh, um, be right back. Okay. All right. Be right back.
all the right buttons this time. We're back. I really hope I did not mute us for the first half of that. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Troubleshooting. At worst, probably. At least they'll probably hear us during the episode on Thursday. So if they did miss the first half, they'll be able to re-listen to it on Spotify. Exactly. We're learning. No, because if it's muted, it didn't even record. (laughs) So, uh, nobody should have ever let me be in charge of the tech, just putting that out there. Just Okay. Well, I guess we'll find out. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Oh, man, that's. Because it was real good. We yeah. were, if it wasn't recorded, we nailed everything. <laughs> we didn't go on any tangents. I mean, we got it. It's perfect. Perfect. So, okay. But anywho, welcome <laughs> back. Now that you have a full drink, you are rested and relaxed, let's talk brunch. Okay. All right. We are living in a weird, unparalleled time in history right now, guys. Our work, schooling, doctor's appointments, social life dating lives, and all our celebrations are being having to be done differently. We have all transitioned from, all those things have transitioned from being held in person to being held in the virtual world. But amongst all this craziness, something very important is noticeably missing from our lives. Our beloved pillar of socialization, brunch. Okay, so let me just be clear for a minute. Um, We have no reason to complain when local restaurants and many people in our communities are facing very real and scary obstacles right now. This is just a joke, so don't be mad. We're not actually complaining that we're not getting to go on our Sunday brunches. But, okay. We're substituting it with this here, with with digital brunch. Yeah. You know, you know how these sticks go if you First listen. First watch, cater, yeah. please. Cater. <laughs> exactly. They, yeah. Um, but if you're craving brunch as much as I am, uh, it's actually relatively easy to replicate your own boozy brunch at home. Just follow my simple steps. You guys know I like to give you steps. I'm so bossy, and I like to tell you what to do. So this is me telling you how to have your own brunch, Okay. Katie Banks' right. boozy guide to brunch. Boozy brunch. Yes, exactly. Boozy I brunch my guide. book of how-tos. Yeah. How to be boozy. Banks' okay. boozy brunch. Banks', Banks boozy, boozy brunch. Banks' brunch. Brunch. Yeah. Banks' boozy brunch. That's hard to say. Mm-hmm. That's... That's a, say that 20 times fast while <laughs> drinking. <My mother> says. <laughs> okay. One. Send out an invite. See? The first step is easy, easy, easy. It's not even that hard. Okay. Put an idea out in a group chat, email, Discord. Look, there's so many ways to send out the message. It can, it can be as simple as saying, brunch this weekend? Question mark? Be sure, though, to clear up any confusion with a follow-up statement that this is a virtual brunch that people can attend from the conference of their isolation homes or isolation <laughs> location. Oh, my God. Okay? Isolation homes. It's <laughs> uh, too real. <laughs> too real. Too soon. <laughs> Per usual, it will be a huge struggle to agree on a time that works best for everyone. But once you're there, you're ready for the next step. Okay? So pull out your phone, text, email, Discord, at everyone. Yeah. I know everybody loves getting an at everyone on on Discord, right? We feel so involved. We feel so involved. Also, you can do your Reddit groups. I think there's like Reddit groups for each area. So do it. Send the message out. Get invites. Cool. Yeah. Ready for step two. Okay. Tech. 
make sure the folks all have the same technology downloaded. You can use Zoom, Skype, House Party, FaceTime, Google Hangouts, Discord. The list is endless. Just make sure you're all using the same one, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty. I mean, there is there, there's a zillion, zillion. Don't use multiple ones because then you're not going to be in the same brunch. Then you'll you'll be in isolation brunch in isolation. It's lonely. But yeah, you have your mimosa smoothie. So are you really yeah. isolated? Are you really are alone? Are you alone? Mm, yes, you're still alone. Okay. Number three. Whip up your favorite food and drinks. The fun thing about this is no one is put into a box on what type of food they can eat. Want a classic egg and bacon and mimosa? Get to cooking. Feeling fancy and want a blueberry stuffed French toast? Get it, girl. Feeling tacos and Rita's? Done and done. The ball's in your court. No one put baby in the corner when it comes to brunch. (laughs) That didn't really make a whole lot of sense, but you get what I'm saying, okay? Anyways, um, so you can also order food from your favorite restaurants uh, to help support them. Check out DoorDash, Bite Squad, whatever you have in your area for delivery to see what's available. Um, And some places and some cities are even doing to-go drinks. So get to ordering, get to cooking, make what you want. What would you cook, do you think, Sam? Oh, I actually made a gluten-free blueberry pancakes the other day. And it was oh, like yeah. the first time I've made pancakes in like a year. And yeah, it was it's like so really good. good. Yes, it's so yeah. so good. You just gotta get like the extra butter in it. You know, you gotta really really coat it with that butter. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just I don't know. Pancakes don't don't work. But I miss. Okay. I I I would I would probably order that um, avocado egg elevated egg sandwich from uh, from First Watch. I don't know if you've ever had it. Yes. They um I'm pretty sure they're on one of the No, no, they're not. I'm thinking of Maple Street Biscuit. Ooh. Because they're on one of the I think they're on DoorDash. Yeah. And I mean we can they do pick up so I can just mask up and and go grab it. But um because I think you can also order online from them. But Cool. Yeah. I just think about favorite things anymore. Oh, I yeah. do. I miss them every day of my life. Yeah. Fat kid problem, but whatever. Mm. Um, so final step, number four. Brunch. Now you're ready to go. Put on a fun outfit. Get dressed up. Put your makeup on. You know, make this fun, y'all. Do what you would do when you would go out to brunch. Um, log in. Guess what, guys? This is probably the first time in brunch history that everyone will be on time. It's crazy. I don't believe nope. it. Uh, well, I, I mean, they it. should they should should be on time, okay? Like first time in history that that would ever happen. People are never on time for brunch. There's always That's someone true. who's late. That's it's true. Always, it's always. Um the world really is changing. <laughs> All right, so eat, drink, drink some more, swap your stories, and really that it's that simple. That's that's brunch for you in the COVID world. You're going to have to, like, redo your the episode where we talked about, like, how late you can be to, to brunch and what that says about you. You're going to have to redo that one for this. Yeah. Like, COVID. Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're late, late to, like, a virtual thing. Yeah, what are you honey got going child. on? What honey you child. On? You, you ain't that important. You're in isolation. Mm-hmm. Get it together. I am get, literally get in front of this computer from like 8:30 in the morning until 12 at night 
So if I'm late to any virtual things, it's because I like wandered off and like <laughs> passed down my hallway. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You should send help. So we should. I'm gonna do a safety check. Stat. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Stat. Well, something has happened. I've fallen and I can't get up. Yeah. So. So, anywho, so that's your brunch facts for today. I hope you guys have a great virtual brunch. Let us know. Send us some pictures if you're if you do like a screenshot of like you and your yes. friends doing brunch together, or invite us. Definitely invite us. We'll be there if you invite us. We'll show. You can up. invite us. Celebrities. I will. You could have celebrities yeah. at your brunch. I mean, you could. Yes, send one. Send an invite to uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Maybe he'll join your brunch. Ooh. Yeah, didn't uh, Ryan Reynolds just do, like, a, a Zoom gin, gin tasting thing? or something? I know. Yeah. Why didn't I join that? I know. We were, I think, dating. Oh. Oh, no, I think we were paddleboarding. <laughs> paddleboarding. Oh, well, also. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Or D&Ding on paddleboards, maybe. I don't know. Laminated character sheets? Yeah. Big uh, blow-up dice that you can just roll in the water. I still really, 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 and now, like, might actually be the time for it to do, like, go to a park and do, like, actual D&D. Um, because oh, yeah. social distancing, right? The squares are five feet. So if I'm in the middle of one square and you're in the middle of the next square, we are at least five feet from each other. So. Yeah. Yeah, it could happen. Yeah. Yeah, I would have to figure out how to, like, run that game but yeah uh yeah yeah now would be the time now would be the time for that yeah so well yeah so next time what are we what are we talking about on our next episode so next episode we're going to take a look again at the virtual tabletop game so if you remember I don't know what episode it was, but um, episode earlier this year, I actually think it was recently. We, uh, I don't know, maybe it was last year. But anyways, we took a look at virtual tabletop uh, options out there. We reviewed them, gave our feedback, our thoughts on them. But now we've used most of them. Yeah, and like so we actively. Have, yeah, so we have some different thoughts. So we're going to take, uh, we're going to revisit that, um, I think, in the next one. Mm-hmm. We'll take yeah. a look at some some virtual tabletops and what they mean for us and how we have become a part of them. Yeah, we'll also take a get a dig big hard look into um, uh, virtual fatigue, which yes. is a huge problem using um, any kind of virtual games. And uh, as a sufferer of virtual fatigue, it is a real thing, and I think it's going to be something that we're going to have to be talking about uh, in the future. Yep. So. Yeah, it doesn't look like this is going to change anytime soon, so we are bound to our desk chairs and our webcams for the next however long. Yeah, but you're not alone. We're here with you. We'll be here virtually every, or bi-weekly on Sundays. Eventually, it will probably be weekly um, once we get a hang, hang of things and get things going. Yeah. Um, so we'll see you in two weeks. Uh, don't forget, you can listen to this on Spotify, maybe, if... Uh, if we mess up the recording, people who saw it live or well, you didn't hear it either, maybe. I don't yeah, know. nobody heard anything here. So it could have so, just been us. Um, yeah. So if you didn't hear it, cool. If you did hear it, cool. Um, send us your character sheets and we'll, we'll do better next time. We will. Um, and we 
love y'all. We love.